You're listening to the Creating a Brand podcast, where we deliver weekly masterclass interviews on topics to help you make your first or next step in business the right one. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. How do you confidently share your story with billions of people? In today's episode, I am talking with Dan Cumberland. Dan is the author of the book, The Calling Process, and the host of the podcast, The Meaning Movement. Today, Dan and I are talking about discovering your voice. This topic is different than what we'd normally cover on the Creating a Brand podcast. However, because I've had the privilege and opportunity to have conversations with so many of you, I know that this topic, discovering your voice, is very important for us to get into. Your voice flows into everything you do, personally and professionally. Your brand and your voice are connected. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. Here is my conversation with Dan Cumberland on the topic of discovering your voice. Dan, welcome to the Creating a Brand podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so pumped to to be here with you today. I am really excited about our topic today. We're talking about discovering your voice, and I'd love to jump right into a question right when we get started. We'll have time to hear a little bit about your story as well, but Many people call it finding your voice. What does that mean? What does it mean to find your voice? I love that. I love that. Great place. Great place to start. For me, I, when I think of finding your voice, I really think of, of, I think of it as confidence. I think of it as, as being able to quiet the fears that are telling you a story that goes contrary to, um, to who you are and the way that you want to show up in the world. So I think that finding your voice is, uh, I think it's an, it's an action. It's not, it's not something that happens once and it's done, but it happens every, every time you, you go to create something, whether that be, and I, I think everybody, I think I think I use the word creative broadly. I'll probably use that word a few times. You know, a lot of times people talk about finding their voice. We think about writers, we think about artists, but it's anyone. Anyone who's gonna who's gonna create something they believe in, you have to you have to ask this question of yourself is what is it, what is it that I have to say? And that's that's really when we talk about about finding your voice, that's what really what it what it refers to is what is it that you have to say? And and the act of finding it is a is a, a perpetual act of choosing to believe that you have something worth saying that others need to hear and need to engage with. I love that. You have something that others need to hear and engage with. You also said to quiet your fears. I think that's a big one because a lot of us, we have trouble with discovering our voice or finding it, if you will, because we have these fears inside of us. Often they came, you know, they come from sources that maybe matter. Maybe someone has put you down before or told you, hey, you're, you're not that creative. You're not that good at this. And th- those voices come back up. Have you found that to be true in your life as well? Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. I think that if, if, you know, if it weren't for the voices, we wouldn't need to talk about finding your voice, right? Because, because we'd be able to just, you know, be ourselves unapologetically and not have to, to, to have these struggles. But I think the fact that we, that it's a topic, that it's something that we, that, that people care about and think about, it speaks to, it speaks to those fears. It speaks, speaks to those obstacles and, and those voices that are, that are, um, inside of us. I think that's, you know, over my life, something that I've, I've continued to, to wrestle with and, and grow in, you know, from, from, you know, learning to be who I am and, and finding ways to show up in, in, as I want to in the world. Um, and, you know, I think that it's a, it's a, it's a progression of becoming more of myself. Progression of coming more yourself. I think that's a beautiful way to say it. Now, yeah. here's a, here's another question, just kind of thinking more about this topic. 
does it really matter to find your voice or is there something you just need to press through? Is that actually an important part of the, of a creative development of something? Is it yeah. like find your voice is a step that you should take is what I'm trying to say. Or do you think it's something that's just kind of like, Hey, if you can just power through it, go for it. Totally. Totally. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I'd honestly say it's, it's a little bit of both. I think you, you only make, you only find your voice by, by using it. And so you're never going to be able to analyze your way to like, feeling like you have a perfect grasp of, of your voice at all, all times that you'll never, you never be able to analyze your yourself to a place where you feel just totally free from, from any of those stories and able to just create in the ways that you want to create. It's done. It's done by, by creating. It's just, um, just was uh, uh, listening to uh, Jeff Goins. I don't know if you know Jeff Goins. Great, great uh, creator, great writer. Yeah. He was talking mm-hmm. about um, actually about St- Stephen Pressfield, another another great great writer who uh, talks about an artist um, that every artist has their topic, their subject, or their their kind of point of view, and that you can only find that in retrospect, you only find the topic, you only find their perspective after they've done that creating, you know, been, been involved in the creating acts. And I think that that's a, a really good, good way to think of it, that you find your voice every day, every time you, you sit down to write or do whatever creative act you're, you're engaging in. But then as far as being able to put words to it and name it, I think a lot of that has to be done in retrospect. So the only way forward, it's just like you're saying, you have to push through, you have to, you have to, to, to have the confidence to say, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, how, how this is going to be received. I don't even know what I have to say right now, but I know that I need to say something. And just start. And then as you do that day in, day out, day after day, you, you begin to build this body of work, kind of like, kind of like we were just talking about before we hit, we hit, hit record on this, that you and I is we're, we're creating things like podcasts that, that we're building a body of work. And then as we look back over that body of work, you, you have this resource, you have this, these kind of this um, breadcrumb of, of uh, clues, I guess, to what your, your voice is and what is it that you have to say in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think that it is one of those things that, you know, you don't wait until you find your voice to start doing things. You only really find it when you actually get started with something. I know for me, you know, we're talking about our old podcast episodes and I have another podcast as well. When I go back, which I don't, by the way, but if I ever go back and listen (laughs) to like one of my first episodes, I'm like, Alex, what? You know, but... (laughs) (laughs) Right. But here's the thing, like that took the the courage where I had to step out and overcome that fear and start. And that's how I began Mm -hmm. to discover my voice was through that practice of saying, okay, this is how I speak on a podcast. Like, and this is what I believe. It all comes from that deep rooted belief. So I'm not saying, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, this is what I'm going to share because I know I'm supposed to, I'm not refined yet. I'm not great at it, but I'm going to get there and just keep on pressing on. I did the same thing when I began speaking, when I began writing, it was Mm -hmm. the same thing. But initially there is a lot of fear to overcome. There's a lot of naysayers in the world, right? Yep. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think back over my my career and just some of the big, big uh, steps and, and, and transitions that I've made, you know, I, I work with with people around transitions and, and helping people find what they have to say. I, I think, you know, my my calling um, when I when I boil it down to a phrase is that that you have something to say. And I believe that to be true of, of everyone. Um, but I look back over over my career and and from you know, right after high school and into college and, and uh, my first job after college, um, which was, I was, I was a youth pastor. I, I tell, tell, I've told this story a, a handful of times, um, r- doing, doing work that I really, I really believed in, um, but felt really, really stuck in a, in a job that just didn't, didn't really fit me. Um, and I think there's a lot of reasons I don't need to go into about why, why that didn't, 
didn't um, wasn't a good fit for me. Oh, but I know. I, I was a youth pastor for a little bit too, and I can tell you those kids are relentless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, they they absolutely are relentless. And it wasn't as much for for me, at least in this situation. I was as much the kids as as the rest of it, as, as you know, fitting into a to a, a church where you know a, a church culture or or you know, appeasing appeasing parents. You know, and I think that's what a lot of it a lot of it came down to. And I think this is where it ties into to you know my journey and finding finding a voice is that for so long I spent spent day in day out trying to to fit into a role that wasn't me and feeling like there was something wrong with me because I couldn't I couldn't do it and took years of of struggle as in in that that role for five years um you went to you know just some some dark places at times because I was like why 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 isn't this working I thought this is what I was born to do I thought this is what what God made me to do and it's just not not at all working so then what else could there be for me um and just did a lot of self-discovery a lot of uh you know went to therapy was going to like leadership you know doing like these small group leadership training things and just really wrestling with with who who am i why wh- why am i here what 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 am i what am i supposed to do in the world and through all of that really deep personal work began to really wrestle you know i really started to face some of those stories about about uh you know the the those voices some of those voices being parents that were really critical of the work that i was doing that i had really internalized so then every time i was planning an event for those kids i was like ah oh, but i don't know this person isn't going to be happy with this this kid isn't going to be happy with this and they're going to go tell their parents about it or or whatever, whatever might be. It took a long time to build up the confidence to say, you know, this isn't, isn't about, you know, they're, they're, what they want isn't what I have to offer. And that's okay. Because what I have to offer is something unique and needed. And, um, and that's, that's what my work in the world is. Eventually that led me to, to leave that job and start an, an entrepreneur, really my entrepreneurial journey and, um, which is, you know, it's a, it's a longer, a longer story. But I think uh, I like to think of of this idea of finding your voice is much, much bigger than just, you know, I have to write a blog post and I don't, I don't know what to say about it. But it's really about who you are in the world and how you want to show up and and that process of of finding the confidence to be who you're made to be and um, and make, you know, the impact that you are made to to, to make. Man, I couldn't agree any more with that. I, I love everything that you're saying there. I think it's so important that we really look at ourselves inward. And it's something that you actually say in one of your blog posts that I, I read at one point. It's when you find your voice, you don't find something new inside of you. Instead, you find a little bit more about you. Mm. I thought that was so well said. That was something from from you. You're like, mm, yeah. that's good, right? You remember it was good. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, it, man, it, I, need, I need I say mm, because I like, man, I need to be reminded of that. Cause I'm like, yeah, every day, right? Like every day you need to, I, I need to be reminded of, of more of more of who I am uh, because I get so caught up in, in trying to think about who I, who I feel like I'm supposed to be or, or, or making my work sound like someone else or the way that I think someone else, you know, wants to hear it um, sound. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, it's an, it's an active act of, of, you know, it's a verb, it's a verb, you're always having to do it. Now, before we transition to some really practical steps here to be able to discover and find that voice for yourself, this matters not just for you as a person, but also for any company or brand that you're starting as well. Would you agree with that? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a, as a brand and, and a company, you got, you have to, to be clear on who you are and who you're, who you're going to serve and how you want to go about telling, telling your story and telling, you know, telling the story of, of, um, of your, your offering. Um, I think it, it can be, you know, sometimes be a little less personal um, because it's, it, it's not always as tied to your own, your own story when you're dealing with it on a company level or a brand, a brand level. But I think getting clarity on this is how how we want to show up this is how we want to be heard this is how we want to be seen is really where you know finding a voice as a brand or as a company really comes into play yeah i think a lot of entrepreneurs especially early on we kind of get this mindset that we need to be the person that has it all together and that's kind of the voice we start letting off but the truth is all of us have struggles we've all got things that we're going through i think a big part of finding your voice is being willing to be transparent with who you are where you are at that time yep Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, even that blog post that you, you, um, you, you quoted from like sometimes the best, the best content, the best thing that you have to say, sometimes I've, I've, I remember, um, you know, writing, writing that and similar posts on this topic and really honestly to be, to be totally transparent about it. The, the reason I write about this is because I struggle with it. And there are days when I'm like, ah, I need to say something and I, you know, get all meta. I'm like, okay, maybe that actually the thing that I need to say is about not knowing what to say. And that's where a lot of, you know, as I write about uh, or finding, finding my voice, it's, it's, you know, it is, it is a little bit, a little bit meta, but it's that exactly, exactly that, that like when you're transparent about your struggles, when you're transparent about where you are and, and um, what you're up against, people resonate with that. They, it speaks to them. And it's so much more interesting than, than just, you know, some bland boilerplate um, piece of content. As a thank you for listening to the Creating a Brand podcast, I'd like to invite you to join our private community for free. If you text the word community to 1-904-299-8992, I'll respond with a free invitation link. Once you join, I'll connect you with other community members and resources to help accelerate your success. Join today by texting the word community to 1-904-299-8992. I'm looking forward to talking to you within the Creating a Brand community. And now let's get back to today's episode. You've written so much content. You've spoken in so many podcasts, your, your own podcast included. You've written a book. You've done quite a bit. Yeah. How Do you feel like you really have developed your voice really far at this point? Or do you still feel like you're making a lot of progress on that every day? What, what has that journey been like for you? Yeah, yeah, great question. I feel like I'm still finding it. Um, and and I guess like like I've said, like I've, I feel like every day it's it's an act of act of finding it. I think I have more clarity now, um, especially as I look back to say like, okay, here here's here's what my work is about. I know I know that my work is about helping people find you know find their voice, find what they have to say. Um, but but like when it comes to the day in and day out of 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 what I'm creating and, and, you know, what my next project is going to be even like, that's, that's where I, I, I still, you know, I'm still struggling at times to make those decisions. Like, do I want to, you know, move in this direction or that direction? And I, I like to tell, you know, I, I like, I, I use that kind of a little bit sar- sarcastically. Yeah. Um, I, I, I seem to tell myself this story that things should, should be, yeah, things should be um, more linear. Right. And that, 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 that it should be, 
mapped out that I should know all these things. And when, when, and I, and that if, if I was, you know, a, uh, you know, more established, uh, creator, writer, blogger, podcaster, this struggle, these struggles wouldn't be, um, wouldn't be as real as they are, but that's, that's just a made up story. Uh, that's just a made up story in my head about the externals that I see of other people and the things that they create. And I'm filling all these gaps to say, oh, well, they're creating all this stuff. That's really amazing. I'm so moved by it. I want to make stuff like that. And it's got, it's just so easy for them to do it. But the truth is, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I don't know what's happening in between their Instagram posts and, uh, you know, blog posts and podcasts. I don't know what's really, really going on and the amount of emotional labor that's going in to all of all of that. So I have to like continually uh, retell and, and, and uh, just be careful, re- retell myself the story and be careful uh, what what assumptions I'm making about uh, the, the way my creative process is against others. And I think that's, you know, I, maybe it's some just some of my own struggle. But I know that a lot of a lot of people struggle with with the, the, this idea of like, how do I compare? How is this for me versus how it is how it is for other people? Um, and I think it's a really important part of the process to just put like some real good um, guardrails in place into you know what is the story that you're allowing yourself to to tell about your work versus versus the, the work of others. Yeah, you're getting into comparison there a little bit, which is a poisonous game to get into. I mean, it's going to mess you up because there's always somebody to compare yourself to. Yeah, You know, it's never going to be able, you're never going to arrive and be like, okay, I'm officially the greatest (laughs) out of everybody at everything. You know, like that's never going to happen. But I think that if we can learn to look at things maybe from a healthy perspective, a little bit of competition is fine, but Mm -hmm. never comparing yourself to somebody else because we're all on our own journey. We have our own callings. We have our own purpose. We are all, I believe we're all put on this earth for our own unique goal to achieve and if you're looking at other people saying oh man i can't believe they're doing it like this or like that you know here's a great example that i had a friend and i'll keep him nameless uh he got really big online really quick on social media just blew up had like the great content really early on before a lot of people were really understanding how to do it and i remember one day he just shut it all down and i I was like man what are you doing like Hmm. you were so good at this and like this was going on it looked like you were like the the best time ever living such a cool life you're growing your brand on there you're actually you know moving product and things like that he's like alex i i hated myself he's like i didn't enjoy a bit of this i wasn't being me it wasn't authentic he goes i was good at it but this isn't what i want to do with my life and that was one of those things where i realized he never and he'll admit it now he never found his voice he just found the voice he thought that everyone else wanted to hear and now he lives a more fulfilled happier life than he ever did yeah. You know, he doesn't, there's not millions of people following him or anything like that, but that didn't mm. matter to him. What was more important to him was finding that voice and really discovering who he was. So I don't take that really deep there, but it's a really, well, I think no, a good I, example. I think it's, it's, I think it's perfect. And I think that, that, I, you know, social media, I think can be a real, a real, um, a culprit for that. I think it can, can really be something that, you know, I personally, cause I know that I struggle with that comparison stuff. Like I, I'm super careful with with how I consume social media. I just, I just, just, just last week, unfollowed like everyone except for like three people on Instagram, just because every time I open Instagram, I feel like bad feelings because I, I struggle with comparison. I don't want to see the best of everyone else's life when I, like I'm having kind of a sucky day or whatever. It doesn't make me, it doesn't help me um, be more of who I am in the world to have that, that, those kind of influences in my life. And I think that is amplified by the fact that you, you know, you see how many likes someone else is getting, you see, you know, you post certain kind of content and that content doesn't get engaged as much as, as other kinds of content. So then what, like what happens when that content that doesn't get engaged with is the kind of content 
that you care more about, that you've invested more of yourself in, that can like really hurt. But the the truth is like those those uh, you know light, number of likes and all those things are just they're just uh, they're just products of an of a of a tool that's created to keep people using it right it's not about worth but we so often assign ourselves worth to you know the posts that have the most engagement the people that have the most followers whatever it might be so you talk about your friend you know having millions of followers I'm like yeah that that would be a lot of pressure it would take a lot of confidence knowing exactly who he is in order to like be able to say no matter how many likes this piece of content gets versus that piece of content I'm going to continue to show up in the ways that I want to be in the world because that other the other data that's so easily accessible likes you know likes and engagement and you know all those other other uh, things are so much more accessible it's so much easier to measure like how how you know the or assign value to those kinds of measurements than to you know maybe the deeper and more honest and more uh, truthful ways of uh, and authentic ways of being. Yeah, absolutely. I know I also just went maybe kind of kind of deep on that, but that's also like <laughs> obviously something that I've I've been thinking about a lot in my own in my own life. Yeah, I, I got to tell you what, knowing, you know, we both know that there's thousands of people that are listening to this podcast when it goes live. And the fact that you're still willing to be so transparent is something I really appreciate because that's rare. So thank you for just mm-hmm. sharing the way you have so far. Yeah. Um, now I want to transition kind of as we kind of bring this episode in is yeah. I want to just talk about some practical steps for discovering your voice. What are things totally. that people can begin doing today? They're going to help them get closer. I love it. I love it. So I think the first thing that you need to think about. So if you're asking the question of, you know, what is my voice or or do I, you know, what is it that I have to say? The first thing you want to ask is you want to get a little bit, a little bit meta. Uh, you want to start wondering why, why is it that, that you're struggling to even to, to, with that question to begin with. So if you feel like you're struggling with what, what do I have to say? You have to ask, you know, what are the, what are the stories? What are the voices? Who are the people? What are the institutions? I'll, I'll give you some of these categories in, in a moment that are telling you that what you have to say is not good enough. They're telling you that the things that you have to say might not matter or aren't valid or aren't good enough. And so really, I think the best place to start just is just to get super, super practical. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like, I don't know what I have to say, I don't know what my, what my, my voice is. The first thing you need to ask is why is that? And who is, who are you listening to? What stories are you listening to that are, that are telling you that the things that you organically, naturally, authentically have to say aren't good enough. And so the way, the way I think a great way to get at that is just start brainstorming. Like, so, you know, what is it? What, what are the, the, uh, who comes to mind when you, when you ask that question, who, who are the people, who are the faces, what are the stories, what are the, um, the institutions, whether those be, you know, schools or, or churches or, um, political organizations or cultures, like what are all the things that are at play that are telling you that you are not enough and what you have to say is not good enough and just write all those out just brain dump everything out and be you know be super super um i don't know uh, what's what's the word i guess free i want i want you to feel 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 the freedom to name names that you wouldn't want anyone to know right you wouldn't want i wouldn't want you know my my you know Sunday school teacher to know that I'm writing his name on a, on 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 this list or or someone who you know might have had really good intentions and maybe you you benefited from in in so many so many positive ways that also there's a bit of them that that you're carrying around that's that's helping silence your voice right now and get all of those out 
and just brainstorm it all out and then go back and then start thinking about each one and, and, and think about, is there a story? Is there a moment? Is there some shame, especially around some, something that happened um, that that person or that institution or, or, or whatever it might be um, that just has some resonance with you. So maybe, you know, maybe back when you were in high school, you know, this thing happened and you were up in front of, in front of class doing some sort of, uh, you know, maybe you're reading, reading out loud, you mispronounced a word. And now every time you use that word, you, you second guess yourself as if that's the right word. And so now you have a hard time choosing the right words because every time you're choosing words, it's, it's, you know, brings up that some piece of that memory some piece of that feeling of not knowing how to choose the right words or whatever it might be. That's just like an example I made up off the top of my head, but you get the idea. Every, like with every one of those names, there's a story. And so then the second step, first you brainstorm it all out. And the second is just to start telling those stories journal them out, write them out in story format. If it's like really thick, if it's like really uh, hard and painful things, if there's things that you've never talked to with another person, you might want to think about that, you know, but it's really, if it's really dark stuff, you might want to think about seeing a professional about it. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it can be profoundly liberating to get some of this stuff out off of your chest. And, and as you tell those stories, what happens is you can't, you can't change the past. Those things still happened to you, but you begin to find new meaning in them. And by finding that new meaning in them, you find freedom and liberation from them. Not that you won't ever still remember that moment or that story or have some of those same feelings, but those same feelings have a different weight in your, in your body, in your mind, and in your emotions. And slowly by doing that process, you're able to, to begin to speak more freely, begin to be more of who you are and say and create the kinds of things that I know you and I both, Alex, believe that you were made to create. So it's a process of, of identifying and silencing the critics and the naysayers. So that, that's, you know, one exercise that I think is super, super helpful and I important. Another that's, that's super connected to that, just like, just like I just did with, with Instagram is like, think about, is, think about the, just in your day-to-day life. So that's like, you know, that, that first exercise is about, you know, historically looking back at, at your past and more that, that emotional, um, more emotional story work, which is super, super valuable, but also like in your day-to-day life, where, who are the people in your life that are, are encouraging you, lifting you up and helping, helping you feel um, stronger and more confident and more of who you are and who are the people that are maybe chipping away at your confidence. And, and usually it's not active, you know, and if, if it is active, someone's actively, you know, um, tearing you down then you, you need to get out of that relationship, but, but it might be something else. Maybe, maybe it's, you know, just a coworker that's a little bit negative and just their negativity wears on you over time. Or maybe it's just like, I, <laughs> like me, like I, when I open Instagram, I don't feel good. It makes me feel like all the, all of these, all of these voices on Instagram of all of everyone's best moments of all their days, makes me not feel very good. So so how can you amplify the positive voices in your life, the people that are supporting you, encouraging you, bolstering you up, and how can you silence or 
or diminish quiet the voice of the critics. So the people that are tearing you down and um, and keeping you keeping you from feeling that confidence and that strength. So maybe you need to do like I did. And <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be talking about Instagram so much today before. We right. <laughs> but maybe you just need to unfollow some people. Go unfollow some people. If they make you feel bad about yourself, go unfollow them. Silence the critics and then amplify the supporters. So if you have someone, you know, who's in your corner, spend more time with them. Maybe reach out to them and say, hey, I was just listening to this podcast. This guy was talking about critics and, and supporters and people who, who, you know, you feel like are in your corner. And I just feel like you're in my corner. And I'm so grateful for that. And just reach out to them and tell them that because you know what that's going to do yeah. is that's going to that's going to encourage them to do more of that for you. So I think those are some some it's just a couple couple exercises and a couple really practical ways that you can put some of this into practice. And the third the third thing that I just want, want to say is that it's it's a long it's a long journey and in, in that you only find your voice by using it, by doing it. There's a great um a great poem um, it's originally in Spanish called called The Waymaker. It's by Antonio Machado is his name. Um, he uh, lived from 1875 to 1939. Um, and it's it's a poem about about uh, creating and it's about your journey. Um, but I, I'd love to just read it for you, because I think that this it, it captures a lot of the essence of what we're what we're talking about here. So I'll read the English translation. It goes like this. Wanderer, your footprints are the path and nothing else. Wanderer, there is no path. The path is made by walking. Walking makes the path, and on glancing back, one sees the path that must never be trod again. Wanderer, there is no path, just your wake in the sea. And the reason that came to mind, the reason I wanted to share that is because that's the act of finding your voice. Like we're trying to find, we're trying to talk about, you're thinking about, you know, what is it that I have to say? What is my voice? The only way you find it is by speaking. So you could, you could just change these words to say, you know, creative, your creation is your voice and nothing else would be a great, I think, way to apply that here. By whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to create, whether you're a writer, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're a blogger, whether you're a, a designer, uh, whatever it is, maybe you're, maybe you're an accountant and you're, you know, whatever it is that you create, you're, you find your voice by creating and your work is to keep creating in spite of in spite of the voices that tell you otherwise. So when when you're in those moments of struggle, when you say, I don't know what I have to say, to have the strength and the courage to show up and to create in spite of all of the stories and and all of the the critics and everyone who might be you might be carrying a lot around inside of your mind, inside of your your psyches telling you that you're not good enough or what you have to say is not good enough, to have the courage to show up and to create in spite of of them. That is the act of finding your voice. Dan, I love this. This is so good. Here's the deal. Our voice is going to overflow into everything we do. So creating a brand, this is really important for us as we're making products, services, creating side hustles, whatever it may be that we're doing. This relates to everything we do. And it all starts at the core of us. Dan, this was such a great conversation, really just informative topic. I'm so excited we got to talk about this. So thank you so much for the time today. 
Totally. Yeah, man. I'm all fired up. I'm like, man, let's, I, I, I feel like I, I needed, I needed, I needed this for my own, you know, I needed <laughs> to tell myself all the things I'm telling you. So thank you so much for having me. It's just been so fun. So fun to, to connect. As I mentioned during this episode, I so appreciate Dan's transparency with us. It's a quality that I think is needed more than ever in today's world. And this was a really impactful episode, definitely one of the deepest ones we've ever shared here on creating a brand. So as you can imagine, my call to action is going to be a bit deeper than normal as well. Are you ready for my question? As you're discovering your voice, are you finding that it is positive or negative? And how are you projecting it to the world? And that's a big question, but I'd love to hear your answer. And I made a, an anonymous hot slash cold scale that you can use. If you visit creatingabrand.com slash 044, you can answer this question. Dan, thank you so much for being a guest and sharing with us transparently today. If you'd like to learn more about Dan and his book and also his podcast, visit creatingabrand.com slash 044. Thank you as always for listening. I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.